Hello, hello. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope everyone's feeling well. Today's going to be a solo episode where I discuss all the things um, that I think are and aren't worth the watch. I've dipped back into watching TV and I'm going to go in order of things that have been released latest um, and then I'll go back. So the last thing I watched was May I Destroy You, which is Michaela Cole's new HBO show that I watched blindly. I like to watch things blindly and it was amazing. I still have episode seven to watch. I'm not quite sure if it's ongoing or if it just stops at episode seven. Most HBO shows are like eight to 12 episodes a season. So I doubt they'd end on an odd number like seven, but it is possible. Um, all I knew is that Michaela Cole's, it was Michaela Cole's project, and I'm just such a fan. I watched Chewing Gum. Um, Ro'a put me onto it like towards the end of my senior year in college, and even though it was canceled, and I knew it was canceled, and it's, I don't make a habit of watching shows that are just because well, what's the point? But I ended up watching it, totally fell in love. It was by far the most original show that Netflix has ever put out and probably will ever. Um, And I just, I don't know if I'll ever be able to forgive them for canceling this show because it was nothing less than genius. It was absolutely out of the box. It was a joy to watch. Unfortunately, it got canceled like a lot of great TV shows. Um, So I knew that when this show was coming out, May I Destroy You on HBO, I had to watch it. It's so refreshing to watch a television show where the lead is a dark-skinned black woman. It starts off with her, you know, living in the UK and she had a few tweets go viral and she became quite popular on Twitter and then was offered a book deal. So she's now working with this agency and she's writing, but she's quite lost, a little irresponsible. Um, She doesn't really like prioritize her work. She gets distracted easily. Things just go left for her and if you don't want to know any more, like skip through this, but I'll kind of give you a gist of what goes on, like the first two episodes that really center the rest of the show. I think it's this show's really important because it highlights sexual trauma and the way sex is portrayed on television most of the time is this really wonderful positive experience that can be life-changing and intimate and though that's true not all sexual experiences are that way so you see in the first two episodes she's been assaulted um and it's coming back to her in memory piece by piece and what i really love is in the first episode you don't see these characters again but she had a friend who she'd gone out with it seems like her and him are very close it seems like he's a bit sleazy but to the audience, it's not that obvious because they're so close. So you entrust that he's a decent person until it becomes evident that something's going on because he starts to lie about what had happened that night. So Arabella, the next morning, she realizes she's having flashbacks to these awful memories. And so she consults her friend and she's like, hey, what happened last night? Because I'm having these weird flashbacks and you can tell he's hesitant, he's lying, he's like, yeah, yeah, I walked you home, and then the story changes, and um, and he left her alone, which is the ultimate betrayal, because she's, I think she feels like, had they been looking out for her, and 
kept an eye on her, this the assault wouldn't have happened. And by the way, it was a drug facilitated assault, which I'd never heard that term before, um, which is just roofing, but it's interesting to hear it spelled out in a more formal term. So the show is just brilliant. I mean, quite raw, it's quite mature, and it really is worth the watch. I would totally recommend it. I mean, I would say that it is a lot to take in, so if you know, you're know you sensitive to that, then proceed with caution. And by the way, Michaela Cole, she wrote and created the show. Every episode I've seen thus far has been written and created by her, which I think is amazing. And not only is she writing and creating it, but she's also the lead. I mean, to act and to write and to produce all at one time is just true talent. So that's that. Okay, another thing that came out in the past few weeks was Donald Trump's niece, Mary Trump, wrote this book called Too Much and Never Enough. And it's basically an expose about the Trump family, what went on behind the scenes for years and years. I was really looking forward to the release the release of this book because I'm looking forward to anything that brings down Donald Trump and the book came out and I considered reading it but then I thought mm, I just I don't think I need any more Trump in my life. So I decided instead to watch the ABC exclusive interview which George Stephanopoulos was interviewing her and it kind of highlight some of the things that happen in the book and they discuss it and they discuss her intentions and honestly i think they did a poor job of like drawing up a family tree and i was kind of confused because donald trump's father's name is fred and then mary trump's father's name is fred and the same narcissistic behavior donald trump has a son named donald trump like the whole thing is just i wouldn't really say that the interview was riveting by any means, um, and it sure as hell wasn't surprising, which makes me wonder why she was met with so much criticism. Nothing in that book that they talk about is something that's hard to believe. Trump doesn't have a single redeeming quality. So the fact that he was brought up in a home that was utterly dysfunctional, that was very transactional, it sounds like the family didn't care about anything anything that didn't include money when she talks about the trump family it's very much reminiscent to me of succession because in that show um another hbo show that's absolutely quickly quickly become the best show i've ever seen um there's two seasons of it that are out now and it's by far the best acting i've ever seen and it's the same dynamic in that family all they care about is money um all they care about is status and sometimes they have to step on each other to get there so yeah i mean it was interesting none of it surprised me i did think that george stephanopoulos was i mean granted he's a journalist so it's his job to ask these kinds of questions but as if he was skeptical of her and kind of questioning questioning her intentions. Um, and I just don't get it. Like, yeah, the Trump family seems to be really screwed up. Anyone with two brain cells could have told you that. So that's that on that. Another show that I've watched in quarantine was High Fidelity starring Zoe Kravitz. And I know she has to be wearing makeup because she's on television, right? But it's like really hard for me to believe that she doesn't look like that without makeup. She's just like the prettiest person ever. So the show starts off with 
Zoe Kravitz, she's had this like really big, big heartbreak in her life where she thought she'd met the one. He's this really hot British guy and they seem to really get on and the show kind of goes through all of her major heartbreaks in life and she clearly dwells on things her friends and her family think she's self-obsessed um and she's just having trouble moving on from these relationships and she clearly just wants to find love and is trying to figure out why it hasn't happened for her one thing i really appreciate about this show is that zoe kravitz is really playing a character whereas opposed to um big little lies it just seems like she's being herself zoe kravitz as a person is just portrayed as like very much cool girl that's kind of the same role she plays in big little lies and it's kind of the same role she plays in high fidelity but there's more to her there's more depth there's more intrigue so i would recommend high fidelity it's quite good um i really like it and i've discovered so much new music from it and i was on netflix the other day and i saw that they had frida back on there um they had this movie frida years ago and then i don't know what happened it suddenly wasn't on netflix anymore and they put it back on so i was so thrilled to watch it i remember watching it once and i absolutely loved it it's the life story of frida kahlo starring salma hayek and it's just brilliant i watched it again um the minute i saw that it was back on i was like i'm watching it and it was amazing it was amazing i just find the life of frida kahlo to be so inspirational she just was authentically herself at all times and she was a queer woman she also had this like rocky open marriage um and her husband was this great artist and it's so interesting to see how at the time her husband was the bigger artist and now she is and also has these physical disabilities that were caused by an accident she had when she was younger and um it's also one of the reasons that she wasn't able to carry a baby to full term and her life is just so fascinating it was so adventurous and so upbeat despite any of the negative things that were happening around her and she lived her truth that's what i loved most about it like even at that time she didn't let anyone stop her from being who she was not her family not the people around her she embraced every part of her being and that's the way everyone should be living frankly and i just found the whole thing to be quite aspirational so that was frida and then last but not least oh my god i watched whiplash i'm pretty sure i watched whiplash last friday night and you guys first of all i rented whiplash it was like three dollars or something and i couldn't find it anywhere i was so surprised that the only way to get it was to rent it um but like frida i'd only seen whiplash once before but like i loved it i even had a poster of whiplash in my room in college and even in my apartment and and the movie is just un believable like if you haven't seen it you have to watch it you also have to watch frida um but let me give you some background as to what goes on in whiplash so whiplash is about this ambitious young jazz player he plays the drums and relationship with greatness and artistry and doing the best you can do and what 
sacrifices need to be done for the sake of greatness. And besides that, it's also a lot about his relationship with his downright abusive. The last, I would say, like 15 minutes of the movie are just like nothing I've ever seen. Like the way that movie ends is the best way I've seen any movie end in my life. Uh, Probably the best way I've seen any movie end. And he just is having trouble. He's really in this toxic relationship with his professor. And the most traditional way to use that word where he doesn't, he can't really, he doesn't know who this professor is. Sometimes he's nice to him and sometimes he's abusive to him. And he also uses his things he told him in privacy against him to humiliate him. And it's this back and forth. And finally, towards the end of the movie, he sees him for who he is. And the professor ultimately, the the last scene of the movie is just so satisfying for the both of them because towards the end of the movie they both get what they want and in some ways miles seller's character i can't remember his name right now i think it's andrew actually um but towards the end of the movie he just wants revenge you know what i mean like he just wants to get back at his professor and that wasn't his intention but something unfolds that leads him to that and by the end of it while he's seeking revenge the professor also gets exactly what he wants, which is seeing Miles Teller's character just become as great as he can be. Um, the movie's interesting. It's so, so, so well done. It's definitely one of the best movies I've ever seen. And yeah, those are the, the movies and those are the, those are the TV shows and movies I've been watching lately. May I Destroy You, High Fidelity, Whiplash, Frida, All Worth the Watch, Succession, Ozarks. I hope everyone has a great week. I hope you watch these and enjoy them just as much as I did. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Bye.